Welcome to episode 2 of the RK Podcast With me, Kevin Grant And myself, Ruby Yeah, I had to interrupt It looked like you were going to speak through the whole intro No, I was just going to introduce us Like, what's wrong with you? Like, stop feeling my vibe vibe. I'm happy, I'm excited Excited about what? Episode 2, baby Okay, so What are we going to talk about? A lot A lot of what? A lot of (laughs) shit This is the most random episode, first of all um, yeah, we're gonna just be talking all things rap, hip hop. Um, yeah, in Kenya and outside Kenya, in Africa. Yeah. You wanna tell the story about it? Like, why is this the most random episode ever? Well, <laughs> can I put you on the spot for that? Well, Kevin couldn't come up with anything. What? So, yeah, so I'm just telling the truth. Kevin couldn't come up with anything, so I had to, like, save because of how knowledgeable I am about the rap game and hip-hop and mm-hmm. just me being better than Kevin, so it had to be random. But I'm pretty sure you're going to enjoy this episode. So here's the thing. Every little instance, Ruby said, Kevin, put the word Ruby there. What? And you have the story as to why this is the most random episode. Because he couldn't come up with anything. Yeah, because Ruby couldn't come up with anything. But yeah, this is RK Podcast, okay. episode two. Let's get it going. All right. So the other day I saw that Sako D has made history as the first ever African artist, not just rapper, to mm-hmm. hold his own concert at the O2, O2 Arena in London. in London. And it's it's a pretty big deal because, first of all, he sold out. It hosts like 20,000 people. Yeah. Every ticket was sold out. There were no tickets at the gate, I think, or something like that. And just him being the first rapper to do that out in London and actually have love and be able to entertain yeah. for a full night. It was his show. It wasn't like he wasn't headlining. Like he was headlining. Like, he like was it his was show. His, his own show. Yeah. So I, I just got to thinking. Um. Yeah, also um, Casper uh, is part of Nicki Minaj's. Pink print tour, Pink print tour coming she's to out South in South Africa. Africa. Yeah. yeah. And I was just thinking, like, man, these people out here are, like, doing some serious stuff. Mm-hmm. When is Kenya ever going to get to that level where we're not where? having baseless conversations like who is king? Like who is king? And, and actually out, just like, having, like, I, I actually wait for the day and the moment when, like, top rap, Artist, yeah. well, whether it's top or not top, yeah. but like a rap artist mm. will hold their own sold out yeah, concert. Sure. Yeah, exactly. You know, because it's not like we don't have venues in yeah. in freaking Nairobi yeah. or Mombasa or yeah. Kisumu. We do have yeah. venues. I just await the day when I see an actual sold out or not even a sold out concert. I think it's been just minutes your own since concert. an your artist own has show. had their own show. Yeah. And not like. Not these shows where it's an event created for someone else yeah. and they have so and so performing. Yeah, just but like yo, me as night, a rapper, come like experience yo, Kevin Grant's life. Rap. In yeah, concert. exactly. Yeah, you're gonna do everything. You know, if you want to like have it's my like, show, like the, yeah. the, the highlight of it is is not a different theme yeah. or like the highlight of it is actually 
the rapper rapping to the people like it's his own show i mean that's also yeah of course um the other person who did that was casper with fill the dome fill up the dome yeah but as much as we want to do that as much as we want somebody to come out here and do their own show mm. are people gonna turn up see that's the thing like it's 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 a two-sided yeah. coin not yeah. that coins are never t- Coins are actually two-sided. Yeah. But yeah, it's a two-sided thing. <laughs> yeah. Where, you know, on one side you're looking at, like, yo, can an artist, you know, have their own concert? Yeah. But on the other side, like, yo, as an artist, if I hold my own concert, will people show? Yeah. And this if you ask me, mm. the culture out here mm. is not a culture of attending shows and supporting, you know, like an artist, like going out to shows. Yeah. Like, that's not the culture. So, you know, if, if that's not the culture, if the culture is people don't go out to shows, then as a rapper, the culture of the rappers will be like, yo, we do not hold concerts. Yeah. Why? Because people don't come. But if then, you ask the people, they're going to say, nah, these rappers don't hold concerts. Yeah. But then I, I also feel as much as, okay, yes, of course, the fans have to blame this is also a conversation I was having with a couple people mm. on Twitter. It's like, um, Kenyan artists, first of all, haven't perfected the art of live shows. Mm. There's very few people who can get on stage and do a band but, but wait, and wait. be good. Hold it right there. Okay. Because I've seen this debate, yeah. you know, by artists. Like, yo, you artists need to be able to perform live. Yeah. But then this is the question. Yeah. Do I really want to perform live? Why not? Because, you know, okay, some people want to make it look like you're the shit if you perform with a band. Yeah. But then your show could be as good if you don't perform with a band. It could be as good. So, Think of okay. it. And, and on the other hand as well, some people don't have access to a band. Yeah. You know, I mean, of course, like top artists, like you can pay a yeah. band to yeah. practice with you and that becomes your band. But yeah. then other artists have the ability to pull off a dope-ass show, but they don't have access to a band. So, okay. you know, so when people I mean, talk about, logistics. you know, the whole live thing, yeah. I usually sometimes feel like it's unfair because, yo, not everyone has access to... I don't think that should be an excuse because there's too many people who are out here hungry in the streets. They can play drums, they can do whatever. Mm-hmm. The same way you can, you record your music, you know how you handle that without... Yeah like management at yeah, the moment yeah, see, yeah. the way you make it work mm-hmm. for you there's people who are trying to be on the come up who are really just as dope you know how people always say things like like dope rappers are not even on the radio yeah but that doesn't take away from the fact that there are rappers right mm-hmm. so there's people who play drums or piano or whatever instruments they're out there in the hood yeah it's just about you making use of what you have i think it's very easy to like talk to people like as a creative you're surrounded by creative friends as so, well. so are you saying like playing with the live band is like a necessity i'm saying like, it's so much for me it's we're even like diverted from the topic but i'm saying it's important because the conversation i was also having with people i was telling you is people will say stuff like I have Jaguar's music mm-hmm. or it's on like the Matatu or whatever. Yeah. Why go to a concert where he'll do the same thing? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I can like still hear. Like you're looking hear for a different experience exactly, when you, when you hit the a, away show. Away from, exactly. Yeah. And 
they most people say yeah kenyans we haven't really gotten to that point where mm. people are performing live mm-hmm. people haven't really perfected that some like you see just what you mentioned some don't see feel the necessity of a yeah. live band mm-hmm. but as a fan i wouldn't like go to a concert to listen to playback all mm-hmm. night like yeah. some your vocals are here like the the sound of mm-hmm. the of your music is here mm-hmm. and it's usually very different you can tell um recorded and me just yeah. rapping is two different things mm-hmm. so i don't think i'd enjoy that and then there's also this thing for yes we want to say fans don't come out but how properly have you managed yourself because for someone like Casper to lead up to yeah I'm going to be at the dome he had been tweeting like from the last part of the previous year mm-hmm. to now get it. he was performing I think in March last mm-hmm. year was he yeah. or something like that right but uh um from the last part like his, he he was very um vocal package. about exactly. it. Yeah, he well. went online I'm going to be at the dome hashtag for the mm-hmm. dome or whatever yeah. even when you don't know what what the dome is or what he's talking about the way he made his social media campaign yeah. also like getting sponsors his management his mm-hmm. every everyone around him was so tight you know for a fact even if like yeah he sold out but you know even if it wasn't going to sell out you'd know there pe- there'd be people yeah. at the place because this guy has gone in and, and he said go here go here go here so it, i think also it's the planning on the side of the I actually feel like it's some sort of a run yeah like a run that you have over a period of time yeah cuz you know to have a show like having a show and that's what i'm saying like there's like two dynamics to it like you can say the fans don't come out but then as an artist you also give the fans a reason to, to come, come out, out. cuz one thing i know for a fact is it's not like a money thing okay it's a money thing for some people yeah. but yo these guys still fill up the o2 they still fill up domes yeah. people come out yeah of course maybe i may want to come to your concert but yeah. then i don't have enough ticket money mm. that's on me yeah. but then at least you gave me a reason to want to go exactly. i just didn't have the money exactly. but there's other people out there mm. with the money who are not really who are not probably even not like fans but then you gave them a reason. A reason so you know out. it goes as far back as like is your music hella dope mm-hmm. enough for people to actually want to come to a concert yeah so when you start there like all right your music is dope cool we know okay that's done 100% yeah. step 1 done like your yeah. music is dope you're in circulation you're on the radio and what not yeah. so the next thing is i right, you want to have a concert and just as you said it comes down to like a management thing yeah. uh if you're going to advertise on social media do you have people helping you run right. like a proper social media yeah. campaign so you're appealing to the right people exactly. also yeah cuz not everyone and I always tell people like you not everyone is going to like you meaning yeah. not everyone is going to come to your show yeah but then give the people who would come to your show a reason to convince them that okay on the 20th of this month mm. i have a ticket yeah i actually pre-ordered my ticket i have it with me i'm just waiting on yeah. the d day and i'm gonna go to the concert yeah. like so yeah it's a lot of I, like I, i definitely dynamics floating for around me i definitely it. feel like this live thing performances really do need to be done like mm. live shows 
yeah more shows it's it could even be to the point where you're just exposing people to your music they mm. don't like have a show maybe at alliance yeah uh pay whatever amount of money mm. just expose people to you as an artist and this is whether you've made it quote unquote or whether you're or still not. on the come yeah. up whether you're just like yo please like this is what i'm trying to do because i've seen people like j cole as well dollar in the dream a dollar gets you through gets the gate. Through to the Sold out. Like it was a proper tour. And I'm pretty sure his background, him coming up from performing in clubs and like yeah. in shows where like there was a show Kendrick performed that only two people showed. Yeah. From performing to such things to going to shows to where selling out. guys are, you know, yeah. it still has to start somewhere. You have to. I'm pretty sure these guys could have been like, oh man, only two people fuck with my music. Yeah. Whatever, fuck it. I can't do it anymore. But then, at, at the back of your mind, because as a creative, I know this for a fact. There's always, uh, if two people listen to my music, you want to make that four next time. You yeah. want to make it six the other time. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it has to start somewhere. I mean, if you start with playback mm-hmm. or having people around you that you know creatives like um no not creatives people who like are good with instruments yeah we're also trying to come up if mm-hmm. you can build together from that point to the point where you're selling out the o2 arena yeah. i just feel like i mean it's for me seeing that was very refreshing and fulfilling to me it means like people are opening up to african hip-hop yeah and it was all the way in london mm-hmm. like who would have thought he could sell out? Like it's I, it's unbelievable. Yeah, you have to start someplace. The struggle has to start somewhere. Is what I'm saying. But yeah, just as you called it, it's yeah. a struggle. So yeah. you know, as all these dynamics play out, yeah. it's it's up to I'd say it's it's more up to the artist because mm-hmm. I told some people uh, just a few days ago. I think I was having this discussion with a producer friend of mine. Mm-hmm. You know about like trying out different genres of music yeah. you know just not doing yeah. hip hop as yeah. i do and you know he 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 mentioned something about like yo you need to give the fans what they want yeah and i stopped him right there and i told him like yo there's oh, you stopped him right like, there i was like yo like, stop it right like, there right there <laughs> let's okay. get one thing straight yeah the fans mm-hmm. will never ever dictate the art yeah they will never ever dictate you know what we do yeah cause they're not artists yeah if they knew what they want they could give two shits about rappers yeah. like they, they yeah you know do whatever they want yeah so it's up to the artist to you know create the art and feed it to like fans are consumers so they can never dictate yeah so I'd say it's, it's also more up to the artist to to you know build that story and create that mm-hmm. environment where people want to fuck with your music and yeah. fuck with you on a personal level yeah such that if it's a concert, we're actually gonna go because we want to be affiliated. Like, yo, Ruby is so dope. Yeah, I have to go because yeah. I know the type of experience I'm gonna gain from it, or the type of experience I'm gonna have mm-hmm. at the show. Mm-hmm. So it's also up to the fa- or up, up to the artist to just, yeah, you know, find their ways. Which is the hardest part? I can mm-hmm. tell you for a fact. You know, just building your story, yeah. finding your avenues, finding out who are your core fans because not as i said not everyone is gonna like you You know Mm -hmm. that's the hardest part i can tell you that for a fact as a rapper finding your core audience hard it's difficult but then once you figure it out Mm -hmm. 
you're good to go. I, you just said that, and I remember having a conversation with Kali where I was like, why did you dumb down your lyrics? Like, it just got to a point where Kali wasn't, like, really rapping. Mm-hmm. Became that repetitive, yego, yego, yego. Yeah. And, like, you know, trappish kind of music, mm-hmm. right? So he's like, yeah, you, you, like, you give people what they want. And for me, I was like, I know you're trying to, like, pay these bills or, like, do your thing or whatever. But I thought that as a rap artist, you, there could be that one person who actually makes this commercially acceptable. Like, I'm doing, like, real rap, but I'm still making money off it. So I don't know if it's the patience of, oh, man, it's such a struggle because, like, yo, it is a struggle, right? Like, the bills are not getting paid. There's Mm. no shows. There's no whatever. Like, your record is not going to be played across, like, the day because it's that hip-hop, hip-hop, right? Of course, you want more time on the radio, but then I just thought, like, every once in a while, you drop that one song. You drop that one song that's, uh, this is what the people want, but still go back to. Let me. I'm still a rapper, yeah. and this is what I have to yeah. offer, you know. But I then I also thought, is it easier to sell simple quote mm-hmm. lyrics to corporates? People like Octo, they they're not necessarily the most hardcore. Or Actually, the most they complex and like super he says some things. I'm just like. What the like yeah. why would you say that? You know, like he's not the most super intelligent, complex. Yeah, like you don't need to actually. I, you don't need to be like. Let me sit down. I need to. Yeah, like, like really I need understand. To to. But then look at Octo. He's doing his thing with Safaricom. When Safaricom had um, those shows, yeah, countrywide, it's Safaricom yeah. live. He was there. I think. I think he was among the very few rappers. Uh, there was more gospel acts Go- and and singers. And more, yeah. Okta was, I think, one of the few rappers. I think, I think it was Okta Rabbit and Kali. Was it? Did, was Kali did, did on Kali it? and Rabbit I'm, do Safari come live? I'm not sure. I I'm think Okta sure, did but it I by remember for, for a minute, uh, there's a year Camp Mula did Safari come live. Because they had tracks like Party Don't Stop and... and you, you, when you look at it specifically in terms of like rap, like Camp Mula had... Like most of a large percentage of Kamula were rappers because yeah. it was Shapa yeah. and uh, Teo, Teo rappers. The only yeah. singer was Karen. So, yeah. you know, if, if you're talking rap, they did it. Like they were part of. Yeah, I, I mean, it's. But that's what I'm asking. Is it easier to sell simple quote music to corporate because party don't stop you'll listen yeah. to that 10,000 times you can say that one line yeah. you will wait for that point where they say party don't stop right I, I, I think after you wait for if, if, if you ask me yeah like the radio is also trying to pay bills yeah you know so if, if that's what's fair to the people and if that's what they fuck with then yeah. that's what's gonna be yeah getting more spins yeah you know more spins unlike you know other forms of hip hop or rap yeah. but then my personal belief is that this universe has space for what each and every one of us has yeah. to offer yeah so you know we've had maybe a bunch of cases of where you know rappers were you know like bars on bars types of of, of rappers like mm-hmm. the, they were lyric oriented and they had to dumb it down yeah so they can sell but yeah. i believe if you figure out 
the right way to present it mm. people will take cause yo we weren't born knowing you know the in air quotes the dumbed down yeah type of music yeah. we weren't born liking that yeah it was played to us we liked it it was fed to it you. was fed to us yeah. we liked it yeah. so if you find a way to to feed people whatever genre or whatever type of rap or hip hop that you do mm. if you find the proper way to do it we like it yeah so that brings it down to presentation yeah. you know as we were talking about having the proper management yeah. having how, how do you have conversations with your people yeah online offline, offline through yeah. the music how do you connect cuz cuz yeah. one of the ways to do it is like find a way to connect the people like yeah. find a way to to bring them closer to you as a person yeah. without even necessarily revealing like your private life but right. then you're close to the people but yeah. then they almost have no idea if you have a wife at home or yeah. your kids like they really have no idea but then they're really in touch with you through the music or through yep. you know whatever the means you use if it's meet and greets if it's social media you know like actively replying to your fans like yeah. find a way to build that yeah and if you have that then that means the people just fuck with you regardless of whether your lyrics are cheap as hell or yeah. they're complex as hell if they like you they like you yeah so if 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 rappers are I mean, to figure out that then you know things such as concerts wouldn't be like super difficult to do I, in my opinion yeah i definitely agree with what you had to say about every rapper or every person has something that they do well um Kanye said it um on Twitter also there's people who got the crib there's people there's rappers who got the club yeah, there's rappers exactly. who got yeah. everyone has something that they do well exactly. so everyone is kind of doing their thing I also think that is very important to understand before you write your lyrics um who am I talking to like exactly. who What's your do audience? I want to, exactly who do yeah. I want this message to get to cuz if you want to get to like um high school person obviously it's not going to be super complex this, these are young minds still yeah. developing yeah. and they still have school mm-hmm. anybody trying to like decode bars and I'm, bars. I got chemistry yeah. to do you know if it's college you know these are people who are legal they're drinking they're going out they're yeah. but they they still have books and mm-hmm. they still have to think about the careers the future how that's going to be for the older people you know that a sample is going to kick it well yeah. with an older generation especially if it's an old ass song mm-hmm. that you bring back like what flag 42 did with ngayo ngayo was like it sounds so nice yeah that sample was amazing like of course people from from the era yeah. the original drop will just automatically fuck with the song cuz yeah. like, it's something they can relate to yeah and you know it doesn't even mean like you mentioned uh maybe high school kids have chemistry yeah. they don't necessarily want to digest bars like you know, they could digest bars if no i didn't to, no then, i didn't mean it like yeah, they yeah, they I, don't like yeah. you can have something complex yeah, of course it's not it's not a generalization yeah, yeah. but then i'm just giving an example yeah. like if you figure out that you i'm a buzz on buzz rapper mm. if, if you just need to figure out like you i'm going to reach people who just fuck with bars yeah. on bars because yeah. one thing i know for sure mm-hmm. not everyone will like you of course yo i'm telling it's you life. not everyone it's just how it is it's not life. everyone is going to like this podcast probably yeah you know but then 
90% of the people who listen to it are going to fuck with it. There's a 10% that's going to be like, nah. Yeah, I'm not sure. So instead of trying to appeal to everyone, yeah. you cannot have 100% of the people on your side. Some that's people will fact. say you're whack even though you know you're the dopest rapper on fucking Mars. Yeah. They just won't fuck with you. So, you know, it's, if you figure out who your core audience is and just find a way to reach them mm. you could live you could actually live off that and not care about whoever wants to listen to you know club tunes or party yeah. tunes yeah okay also um yeah this small matter of being signed like rap deals or just getting signed as an artist not just yeah. as a hip hop artist just generally, generally in Kenya yeah I, I I I don't know. I don't have too much information about that, but mm-hmm. I I think people who have proper management are people who are like Saudi soul level. Mm-hmm. Those guys who have probably been in the game for a minute because they can pay, like they can get the best of the best, right? Yeah. As a let's say I'm a rapper, I'm gonna look for my friend who I know probably has good English, like yeah. be my PR. Mm-hmm. My other friend who like writes really well, you'll do my you press w- yeah. releases. My other friend who does, I don't know what, you're gonna do this. Over here, I feel like the people who are at that level are Saudi soul, right? Mm-hmm. Now there's this chick I was talking to, I'm talking to from South Africa, she's called Gigi Lamaine. Yeah. I've been trying to get, she's still an upcoming artist, mm-hmm. first of all. I've been trying to get an interview with her for the longest time ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I did a review of her tape on my blog. Check that out. I'm a ruby.wordpress.com. And when I did that, her people got in contact with me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, whatever. I, I'm one person Like, who, you almost dismissed it immediately. It's like you didn't expect yeah. that from an yeah. upcoming artist. Yeah. yeah. And then, also, it's just... I'm this person who sometimes I just do things to see how what possibilities can Exist. come out of yeah. this. Because I remember I did that blog as a, uh, whatever, fuck it. I yeah. like this tape. I'm just going to do a blog. I'm idle, whatever. Mm-hmm. Let me do this review. With reviews, and then her people get in to talk to me. And then it became such a process. It's like, like email the PR of Dream Team because she's mm-hmm. signed by Dream Team mm-hmm. with Akina Kulitana. Mm-hmm. So it's like email the PR of Dream Team. Then I don't know, Sidri uh, email Sidri my personal PR or like it's very like you can feel there's a structure exact, behind the exactly, artist. Exactly, because yeah. I was I was telling her like I have your number. I could just call, call you tomorrow you and, and record it. And th- that's all I need. I don't mm-hmm. need a lot of things. But she's like, oh no. But you see, if like I do something like that, these guys will think that I'm undermining them, and they're still my management. Yeah. So it's it's kind of I, I feel like it's very contrasting. Mm-hmm. An upcoming artist here who has been signed. I think. Raj was with Ken Kaka for a while. For a while, with Kaka yeah. Empire, wasn't he? Yeah, which was uh, a management deal. He yeah. wasn't really signed to Kaka. Yeah. The label, if yeah. Kaka Empire is even a label, yeah. I'm not too sure. But it was a management deal. But then still, you see, like Went he's sour. still out here. Yeah. yeah. And I think he, they have beef or something. I don't know, whatever. Mm. That's their story. So with Raj, okay, so it's management, yes. But then he's a rap artist. He's not... King Kaka level. Mm-hmm. He's not 
Suji, who's level out here, he's mm-hmm. also still on the come up. Like and yeah. he was with Kaka for a minute, wasn't mm-hmm. he? I saw maybe a couple newspaper reviews or whatever. Yeah. And that's just about it. I didn't see like really much from it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how deals here are. It's it's kind of strange. And then also that flip is also with like people being very well structured like talk to who talk to who talk to yeah. who. and then ecstatic had a conversation with her she was like yo i'm still signed to sony mm-hmm. but then they're not really doing anything for me mm-hmm. she calls herself an upcoming artist so mm-hmm. it's just like is this something that you feel from your music how it sells or is this the label mm-hmm. that's making you feel that way because yeah. she was like i feel like the label wants to work with other people who are well known yeah. and then me because I'm still on the come up mm-hmm. they can work with me whenever they want and my music is not getting released I had to drop my management in 2013 things like that so which is something I've seen happen you yeah. know like an artist gets signed yeah drops a fire mix it like you and you can you can feel the the because I follow a lot of you know artist like yeah. you can feel the energy like yo he just got a deal yeah. it's about to be a rap yeah so it's like the a single drops yeah uh, videos drop yeah Ooh, mixtape drops yeah. and you're like yo i like this deal looks like it's gonna be doing things for this certain artist yeah then after the mixtape maybe a couple of shows then eventually you're benched yeah and it's like two years down the line like yo wait no yeah. new single yeah no new mixtape no yeah. new videos like you've been on the bench for a minute yeah. and, and you know you start to wonder like yo was it supposed like, to go were this? you like, playing was with it us? A, yeah were you playing with yeah. me dropping these mixtapes and all these singles and a video and all this material and yeah. then just bench me and you know put me on the shelf and that's it end of the day i think i think it just depends on whatever label you're like with because X is dealing with her stuff. I'm pretty sure everyone is dealing with whatever with it is. Own, yeah. But then Saudi Soul looks like they're doing okay. They have their stylists, their people, and everything. Are they signed to a label though? No. Oh yeah. Wait. No. Are they? They're not. They're just properly managed. Of which, I don't think you have to be signed to be. Yeah. You know. To be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of artists, especially in Kenya, are quite independent. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah. Because you know, independent doesn't doesn't mean you can't blow up yeah. you know independent just means like you I'm not with the label but yeah. then you still end up doing the same kind of things yeah. you know a label is supposed to provide for yeah. you just by yourself or with your little yeah. small team I just think management is everything basically and and I actually feel like I need to say this especially yeah. for rappers who may be listening to this podcast yeah. you don't need to find management that's like establishment like i don't need to go out there looking for i mean it's important it yeah. would be hella dope if yeah. if i found you know a manager who who wants to manage me and has been in the management game yeah. for 10 years like they're a manager that's yeah. what they do for a yeah. living it's fucking awesome if mm-hmm. you get that but then if you can't get that it doesn't mean that but then you also can't. you you have to look at if you're gonna get someone who's well established the money is not the bills have to be get paid do you have the money to pay these bills? No, I mean, of course, management deals, I don't think I chuck money from my pocket and yeah. give it to you to yeah. manage me. It's yeah. like it's like a symbiotic relationship because yeah. you manage me, we work on whatever project is being worked on. Mm-hmm. You go out there, get the contacts, you know, get the shows, 
when the money comes in, the manager has the split of the money. So yeah. it's a two-way thing because yeah. we cannot get these shows if I'm not in the studio constantly yeah. working on music. Yeah. Never happens. Yeah. You know, so we can't get these shows if you're not out there actively looking for contacts and actively right. talking to people. It's a two-way thing. Like, you have to work on your thing and I have to work on my thing yeah. for us to bring it together yeah. and mint this money and yeah. split it. So yeah. I feel like I need to say that, you know, if you can't get like an established manager, like look around who's around you, you know, as you mentioned, like, yo, can your homie speak proper English? Yeah. Does he know how to deal with people? Yeah. Like, is he a people person? Do yeah. you think he can go talk to so-and-so yeah. on your behalf? Because yeah. there's also something weird about me as an artist walking up to whatever corporate I'm, I'm trying to get with. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing it, you know, on my own. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's a different feeling if it's someone else Definitely. vouching for you. Definitely. Like, it's like putting yourself on is very, like weird honestly it's, exactly you know like, i can't go to people and say oh like i'm a really dope presenter like you know it's kind of strange and that's why even even on a on a cv yeah they always tell like you indicate some references yeah because they'll call people like you all right is this person really yeah. this and this yeah. and this yeah oh yes or no, no. he's not he's yeah. lying and that's what they will go by. They'll probably just look at your credentials. Yeah. But they'll really just want to know if you've done this before through yeah. references. So mm -hmm. is your homie able to talk to people? Is he a people person? Yeah. Is he presentable enough? Mm -hmm. Can he write proper English? Can he, you know? Yeah. Basically make use of what you what you have. Because a lot of managers I've seen, at least from, for example, my favorite rappers, yeah. they weren't, they, like they didn't go to uni yeah and learn artist management yeah. i'm sure it's taught in music schools like yeah artist management yeah but then when you follow up to the stories like yo they, they used to be in campus yeah and like yo my boy was a rapper so i just used to chill with him yeah and eventually he took he asked me to do this for him yeah and i did it and it worked out yeah and then he asked for the next favor and before you know it a year down the line it's like, yo, they've been working together and mm. what I do is rap and what you do is talk to so-and-so so, -and -so, so yeah. we can get this. Yeah. Five years down the line, like, you've done it for so long, it's now in your blood. Like, yeah. yo, I manage you. Like, yo, I usually talk to these people. I usually get this done yeah. while he does the music. Yeah. And it's just a skill they picked up and learned on their own. Yep. So, episode two, most random most random i think that's going to be the title episode two most random even episode though, two the most even, random thing even ever though it came out quite dope. so talk to us on twitter uh, uh at kevin grands at this precise ruby RK we oh rk podcast rk podcast this is the rk podcast the rk podcast